211, 211, episode 211 of my podcast, Suicide Logs. Yeah, dude, when I was in high school, back in like 2010, 2011, I was just obsessed with yelling out 211 all the time. I I don't know if we were stealing things or whatever, but it was just a thing. And then when it became... When it became February of 2011, so it was just like 2-11 all fucking month for the date. And then the day 2-11 actually dropped, February 11, 2011, it was just, I woke up saying 2-11, went to bed at 11.59, 2-11, I remember, we had to wear uh, lanyards in high school like lanyards of people's id cards and stuff like that so there was a you know safety issues so pedophiles didn't come into the school and stuff like that and uh (laughs) i just like yoink the fucking ids off of people and be like 211 and just run away i remember i'd go up to people and be like did you know that every 30 seconds somebody gets their identity stolen and then i'll yank their id card off their neck and run away 211 if you're not cultured with the police, 211 means a robbery is taking place. They try to set me up for a 211. Fuck around and get caught up in a 187. But I don't represent no gangbang. That's Dr. Dre. <clears throat> I wonder how old he was when he made that one, huh? Got me thinking about um Dr. Dre when... uh. He takes his he takes his month long vacations, right? And it takes fifteen to ten days to settle into vacation mode until he can. Must be nice, dude. This is where I'm at at my life right now. Here, I here, let me complain. I'm just spending all of my days off commuting to go to these open mics, and I I was gonna do Tommy T's on the thirtieth, but I guess it's not the thirtieth. It's this Tuesday, so I gotta switch everything up. And I thought I was going to go, I mean, I could do one open mic somewhere and then the next day go somewhere else, but yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I just kind of think like, what am I doing? Like, what what am I doing to myself doing this comedy stuff, you know? And I'm not trying to be negative or anything. I'm just trying to be realistic. You know, it doesn't matter how funny I am. Um... It's just a matter of, like, how much is this worth it, you know? And at the end of the day, it's just got to be about, like, well, if if you like doing it. And um, I do like doing it. I guess that just the thing for me is just how tired I get, you know? And then I think about, like, other activities that I want to do in my life, you know? Um, like martial arts or something like that. I can't imagine driving an hour to go to like a prestigious school or something like that or a prestigious gym to get even more. You know, you're already tired when you go in there, you're just beating your fucking body up. Um, speaking of martial arts, dude, last night, holy fucking shit, that was a good card. I ended up not going to Buffalo Wild Wings. I think, I don't know if I even told the podcast that, but I wanted to go to a Buffalo Wild Wings and... Um, just enjoy some food and just make sure I could actually see these fights. Uh, but I ended up not going because uh, I put pants on and then the pants were just, it just felt stiff. And I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be wearing these for a long time. 
And like, I was about to head out the door and my girl wasn't ready. She wasn't going to go. And then she's like, just stay home. And you know what? I knew if I were to leave her, you know, her voice would be in my head, like, just stay home while I'm sitting there. And you know what? I stayed home. I took my pants off. I put a pizza in the oven and I chillax and I don't regret it, dude. I don't regret it. Um, it was great. And, and wanting to go to Buffalo Wild Wings to begin with in the first place really made me want to drink. And I hate to be that guy who's just talking about not drinking and things like that. But yeah, dude, 10 months, no alcohol. What is It's like 10 months and five days or something like that. And it's getting harder. You know, like I really want to, it's not like I, it's not like, oh, any day now I can lose. Like, this is definitely not like the no nut November thing. And we'll get back to my sex addiction and all of that. Cause I know that's what I was talking about last episode, but, um, I, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I was reminiscing and one of the best times I've ever been drunk was at a Buffalo Wild Wings, dude. And if you don't know what a Buffalo Wild Wings is, it's basically just a sports bar. Okay. And and I just, I don't know, I had one of those tall beers and that's all, that's it. And it got me not like super fucked up. I wasn't blacked out drunk or anything, but I was just having the giggles, dude, falling out of my seat laughing. And um, I remember that day, dude, and I just started thinking about like, I've always tried to recreate that moment uh, every time I go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, and I guess I kind of want to connect it with comedy I just, yeah, I think I've said it before, I want to drink when I go out to the comedy clubs and stuff like that, but then, um, I think it's good that I don't have the bad habit of drinking, because I think it would sound kind of embarrassing to be like, I'm funnier when I'm drunk, you know, and I just think that's something that I don't, I don't think I'm capable of mentally handling in the long run, if that makes sense, I don't, I don't think that'll sit right with me. You know, when I'm home alone or just in my thoughts, I don't think it'll sit right thinking that, oh, I'm more socially acceptable when I'm intoxicated, you know. And uh, I started thinking about like, well, maybe I'm not funnier if I'm drunk. I'm just having more of a fun time, you know, and there's like a difference between being funny and just having a good time. So I think I need to correct myself and be like, yeah, I just want to drink to have a good time and find other people funny and things like that. That's that's what it's about. Um, but what else is going on? Uh, uh, um, I guess we could talk about the sex addiction thing. I have uh, – <laughs> I don't know if this is safe to say in the on the podcast – but I'll say it anyways. I don't think it's that crazy. But yesterday I came in a in a Gatorade bottle, uh, just for like the challenge of it, you know, just to challenge myself. Like, yeah, can I time it right? You know, can I, you know, jack off and then right before I finish, get the Gatorade bottle and you know, put put it over me a little bit and just you know, goosh it in. And uh, I think somebody told me once, was it, I don't think it was me, I think I read this story, I don't think this has ever happened, one time somebody got their dick stuck in a Gatorade bottle, um, and I could definitely see that happening 
especially like if you're full on hard. Anyway, I'm getting gross here. Uh, yeah, I just I don't know. It's just a challenge. Like like and and the reason I think that kind of just comes from being young and like f first finding out about like coming and stuff like that and 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 watching porn and things like that. I just thought you know come in on a girl's face or something like on especially on camera or whatever like when you're doing a porn that's hard it's like it's um it's timing you know i'm sure there's plenty of times where people are 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 filming porn and the dude like just can't finish or something and like you know coming on the girl's face is like the big finish at the end of the video and stuff like that right um I don't know where I'm going with that. I, I just, uh, you know, like, like some people can't control it, you know, like some, like I'm sure there's plenty of times people like you're trying to shoot a 30 minute video and then seven minutes in the dude comes, you know, and then they got to wait, you know, motherfuckers got to saw, hydrate, get, get the nuts reloaded, you know, empty, you know, emptied out the clip, got to replace the magazine, you know what I mean? And then we go again. Um, and then when I started having sex, it was just like, it wasn't like, oh, I wanted to come on a girl's face. Like it wasn't really anything that was so hot to me. It was just kind of like a, you gotta do it kind of thing. I guess it, mm, I, I, I'll say I've done it, I've, <laughs> you know, I've done it, but I, it definitely, if I haven't done it, if I never came on a girl's face, it would make me. Feel like I gotta get that done, you know? Oh, there's some though this I'm definitely not talking about, but I don't even think it's remotely close to talking about coming on somebody's face or even coming in a Gatorade bottle. But yeah, since the last time I talked to you, I have uh done something new sexually, and I'm not talking about it. Um but it's not like, you know, I feel like when I go about it saying I'm not talking about it, like the first thing that comes to your mind is like I tried, you know, getting pegged in the ass. Like it's not that bad. I'll say that. It's not that bad. But, you know, if I'm listening back at this in the future, you know what you did, you fucking crazy ass. Um, Yeah. I have this joke. I don't think um, I'm going to tell you guys on the podcast. One thing about the podcast, ever since I started doing comedy, I'm going to tell you guys my throwaway jokes, you know, and maybe one day if I do more comedy and you're an OG white belt listening to this and you're going to hear these jokes, you'd be like, oh, fuck, that's a throwaway joke. Like, you know, so this is something that I think I'll just go with it, dude, like. I'll talk about um, how my my girl speaks Spanish, and it's fucking, you know, we'll have sex in Spanish and English. It'll feel like I'm having a threesome, you know? It's like she'll suck my dick in Spanish. Like, see, sí, papi, fucking mucho grande. And then she'll turn around and fuck me in English, you know? Yeah, you like that, daddy? She doesn't say those things, but, you know, it's just, it's a joke. You know, it's like, it's, oh, fuck, it's two different people. Um, I want to learn Spanish. Dude, that joke flew over the mayor's head that I was talking. I was like, yeah, man, I know Spanish. I can't speak it or write it or understand it. But when somebody's speaking Spanish, I know it's Spanish. And he, he just, you know, that's when I was like, okay, it's time to end the podcast. But then I had other people be like, oh, yeah, 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 I got it. I got it. So, yeah.
Oh, dude, I was thinking about today, like, I didn't ask the mayor. One of the questions I wanted to ask him was, like, what do you plan on doing after being the mayor? Like, I don't even know how long you can be the mayor for, because I think California laws are a little bit different. But it's like, do you want to be more than the mayor? You want to be governor one day? You want to be president? Or is it just, you know, you just focus on the now kind of thing? I don't know. Uh, what else is going on? Um... I want to pull up my notes. Oh, yeah, I got my notes right here. I've got I got to get more organized with these jokes that I have. And I need to practice talking about. Oh, yes. Okay. So we got. So I get about four minutes when I get up on stage. So I try to break it down to like a joke a minute. So let's see. I have one, two, three. I got about three jokes that are. Um, one is not related and two of them are kind of related So there's three jokes right there. I've got a fourth joke, but that's kind of long and I don't really think uh, You know, yeah, 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 three four. Let's go with five jokes. Let's go with five jokes and then there's this one piece here uh, That's gonna be a throw out I gotta put a Parentheses and say it's extra out here and then I got this closer and, I, and one thing that I've been doing lately, I, can, I haven't done this since the first time I did stand-up. Uh, I didn't promote my po- – I haven't been promoting my podcast. And I've done – I've only promoted it twice, technically. Once in, in the city of Antioch and then once in Pleasanton. Um, the first time. I promoted my podcast the first time I did it. And then the second time I didn't say it when I got off, I just told the host that my passion was podcasting. So tech, I got to remember, you know, why I'm doing this in the first place. The whole reason for me to be doing stand-up is just so I could promote my podcast. That's my main gig, you know. I'd much rather be a popular podcaster than a uh, popular comedian. And, I, and if I had to be honest with myself, I, I just, I don't know. Podcasting is more intimate. It's not about jokes all the time. It's about if you fuck with the podcast, you fuck with me. You know, it's me. And if you fuck with the comedy, it's kind of like uh, that's that fake made up version of me. You know, it's just like a little spark notes into my life. It's different. You know, I'm nervous. It's IRL. But the podcast, I'm 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 comfortable as shit. You know, my heart isn't beating. Even though I'm on the caffeine right now, I'm literally scratching my nuts right now as I'm talking. You know, you have no idea. Um, and and I guess lately, I've just been feeling a little bit more more like pressure of oh these these got to be good. You know, my name is getting out there slightly more. You know, um, I always kind of told myself. You got to handle like just the, the regular things of your life before before shit gets crazy, you know? Like if I were to ever be fucking famous and the emails are just, you know? Like it's it's easy to manage things right now. Um and, and if I ha- if I'm having a hard time managing things right now, uh how am I how am I ever going to manage things when when things get bigger? Um just always keeping it in the back of my head, you know, but I'm not trying to aim to be bigger. 
it's just a, if it happens or not because I don't want to set expectations for myself. Um. Oh man, those fucking fights last night, dude. Yeah, but uh, sorry, I was talking about like me and going into it with the Buffalo Wild Wings and shit like that. Um. I got something to say about that as well, but I'll get into it later. Uh. That shit was crazy, dude. The Luke Rockhold Policosa fight was fucking hilarious. Um, this is just my opinion. I felt like Policosa was for surely holding back on the trigger there. I think he could have had fucked Luke. He was just playing with his food, it seemed like. But Luke Rockhold was, he was doing his thing. But he, jeez, so exhausted. But then he retired. So good for him. Congratulations to Luke Rockhold. On a great career in the sport of MMA. Um, he's good, man. He he is good. But um, what else? And then we had... Oh, the the Jose Aldo fight versus Marab. Boy, was I wrong. Who won that fight? Oh, yeah. It was Marab. It was Marab. But Jose was doing way better than I thought. I put my money on Marab, actually. And um, he just couldn't really get the takedowns going, you know? He still got it done, but it was a... It was a pretty uh, boring fight. Like, no, not boring, but nobody really took any big damage is what I'm trying to say. Uh, but Jose, man, that takedown defense is like... I mean, if you can stuff Chaz, Chad Mendez's takedowns and at a higher weight class, it's kind of expected, you know? But it's just a good fight. Jose Aldo's still good, you know? But it's like, where does he go from here? Who does he fight? I don't know. Um... Fucking Funkmaster was on, dude. I was putting up on my personal account for the bitches. Uh, my DMs. Bro, I am tell- I don't know if I've ever told the podcast this, but before Aljamain Sterling was a big deal, like we used to go back and forth on Instagram all the fucking time. And I had, I had no idea how he even found me, you know? He just... He just started liking my pics and and, and and commenting. And I'm like, what the fuck? So then I started just fucking with him a little bit more. And, um... Yeah, dude, just look at him now. I'm so proud. And I would have this joke. I would always tell him he's going to be the first, like, triple champ. He's going to be the 135, 145, 155 champ. And he's already got the 135 belt. So there's that. Um, yeah, Aljamain Sterling's cool. Aljamain Sterling's the guy. Um, I remember he got into a beef. And I always wonder, like, if this is... Um, this is kind of controversial, but let's we'll get controversial. So he had got into it on Twitter with uh, Cody Garbrandt because what happened? Somebody was calling somebody out, and and Cody Garbrandt basically called Aljamain Sterling boy, like boy, shut your ass up in that kind of sense or something like that. And Alj- Aljamain's black, Cody's white, and and Aljamain did not like like who you calling boy, you know? And I brought it up to one of my black friends, and they're like. Yeah, you don't be you don't be calling other black people boy like that. I was like, I get that, but I just you know it's all Twitter. You're just reading it, you know. So I'm like, I think he didn't mean it like that. And then all of these old tweets from Cody Garbrandt came up of him saying the n word, and it's like that. It's just it's just song lyrics, you know. <laughs> uh, Cody Garbrandt definitely looked like he said the n word back in the day, but so did I. So whatever. <sighs> Soft A, not the hard R, you know. K 
came from a good place in the heart, but I was just watching this Your Mom's House podcast and Miss Pat, the comedian, was like, no, 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 it doesn't even matter where it comes. But here's the thing. It's like if you're white, that's that's where it's for surely off limits. But then I always want to get into the subject of other minorities, you know, like people don't like Mexican people saying it, you know, or let alone Asian people. But in the Bay Area, growing up in the Bay Area, dude, it was, uh, nobody ever checked me on that, dude. Um, but, you know, ever since 2020 happened, I'm trying to make myself a little bit more palatable for the rest of the world. Uh, anyway, so Algem- so then Aljamain Sterling got KO'd by Marlon Marais years ago. And this is before we started going back and forth on Instagram. And, and when he got knocked out, I was like, oh, boy you know like oh boy you got knocked out man and then um i wonder if he just remembered that and that's why he would kind of like talk to me but i don't know but like he found me funny and we we uh talked it up and he's yeah but now he's fucking he's a champion he's too big uh i have not gotten a message from him in like four years um dm sugar sean once it's kind of embarrassing when i think about it but i dm sugar sean and i was like hey man yeah if you're ever just trying to like if you're if you're in the area and you're trying to fuck around hit me up you know like and i'm at like fuck around is in like training pretty embarrassing i hope he never like sees it and screenshots it and sends it to me because it's pretty embarrassing um what else was i oh yeah i was gonna talk about the whole drinking thing or something yeah dude fucking omar dude you know who you are one of my friends he just won't shut the fuck up about wanting me to drink. Like, he wants me to drink so bad, more than me drinking um, or not drinking. And I think, yeah, we've been hanging out, or he's been my friend more consistently ever since I stopped drinking. And I told him how I was when I drink, dude. I'm like, I'm like the let me bang guy, you know? Um, Speaking of let me bang, yeah, fucking Mike Perry, dude. Michael Venom Page on, on another side note of the fighting, dude. Bare Knuckle Fighting, that was on. I saw that. And tell me why. I'm watching it on my phone. And, and it's five rounds. So it was like a 10-minute fight. Five two-minute rounds. Really exciting. There was only like one knockdown. Let me tell my mom. My mom's texting me. Hold on. Hi, doing a podcast. Um, What the fuck? Thanks a lot, mom. Uh, What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? Something about drinking. Oh, bare knuckle fighting. Yeah, MVP and and Mike Perry. I kind of saw Mike Perry winning it, but it wasn't like dominant. There was just one little knockdown, and it could have been. I I only saw it from like one angle. It kind of looked like a slip, or maybe it was just a jab. I don't know. Um, so once the fifth round ended, I turned my phone off, or I I got off, off of the internet. I was like, yeah whatever it's over like we'll see the decision it could have went either way and then maybe like an hour later i look back at my phone it's like they went to a sudden death six round i'm like what the fuck what are the chances of that so you know i don't want to tell my mom i'm doing a podcast and it's like oh let me check it out oh so i came in a gatorade bottle <laughs> ah! i'm on the coffee i'm on the drugs um how many times have I done stand-up? Let me think about this. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, and six. 
six times. Um, and, and, and if I were to talk about how much material I have in, ter- in terms of minutes, if, if there's a booker listening to this or something like that, I think I've got about... I've got a good 15 minutes in me. I've got a good 15 minutes of material, things to talk about, and I could for surely go about it slower if I know I had more if I knew I had more time and went about it. But um yeah, whatever, man. Um what else is going on? I don't know. Oh, the whole drinking thing with Omar. Uh yeah, I was trying to that's why I pulled out my phone cuz I wanted to read this message. This motherfucker say to me. He wants to get on the podcast with another friend of mine. We want to do this. Yeah, he like tried to bet if Leon Edwards win, he was like, what did he say? If if Edwards upsets Usman, we got to drink a 12-pack of Modelo's with me. Six for me and six for you while doing a podcast as, your, as you take your first drink. And I said, nah, I'm good. And then he said, just drink already. I can't sleep at night sometimes just thinking about how a person doesn't drink. And then and then right after all of that, that's when the knockout happened. And he, so he always bets on the underdogs. So every single time he asks me who I think is winning, he goes against it. But he's like, what do you think? That's crazy. This motherfucker just won $600 betting on Edwards. Can you imagine, dude? Can you imagine if he lost that shit, man? And he said, he was juiced. He said, what the fuck I tell y'all? Let's fucking go. 600, baby. I'm calling in all week. <laughs> Never listening to Marky's advice ever again. Let's go. Oh, man. That's, that's why I fuck with UFC because N-words... By the way, he's Mexican, saying N-words. You put alcohol in a Mexican, dude, they're going to start saying N-words, dude. N-words could be, Nibras could be dominating all night long, but it all it takes is one hit. Uh, and then I respond with, I don't even care that I was wrong. That shit was many. Yeah, I put in some parlays. I got 29th place out of 200. Not bad. It probably would have been fucking 15th or something if Usman won. Uh, but Usman still scored some points. He still scored some points. Uh, this guy was like, I can't wait for the pod. I just liked and subscribed. Yeah, I got a bit about podcasts, dude. I can't wait to unleash that shit on Tuesday. Really can't wait. I'm basically just going to talk shit about podcasts. And at the end of it, I'm going to promote my podcast. This motherfucker said, I bet all $284 in my savings. Usman wins the rematch. <laughs> Man, let's all look at that. We got the fucking, of course, the messages are. Let's see this. Yeah, it's, you know what, man? I got to let you guys know. Um, And I, and, and it's not on purpose or anything, but it's just kind of cool to see. When, um, when you guys hit me up, dude, I get hit up on both accounts when the fight happens, when something crazy happens, it actually, it means a lot that you guys, like, I'm the first thing that comes to your mind 
when when y'all when y'all watch these fights and when stuff happens it's really cool um and and i'm sorry i just i you know i just give you a like or or I, a one-worded response it's just that so many people are hitting me up and you know something crazy just happened like when something crazy like that just happens i i don't I like to just live in the, I like to keep my, my face out of my phone. I like to watch the highlights and just have my own thoughts and just sit there with my girl and be like, what the fuck? Even though my girl's not even watching it, dude. She was just staring at her phone the whole time. But I'm just like, oh my God, this is the crate. Like, you know what that, that's almost as crazy as I, as the Yair um, up elbow to Korean zombie. Cause that was one second left. You know, but Joe Rogan has a point with, you know, the, the crazy high stakes, this and that. Sure. But, dude, a left high kick is a left high kick. It was beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to discredit it. But, dude, that up elbow from Yair, that's some unheard of shit. And he was also losing that fight, you know. But I get this is championship, uh, a championship fight. But so was the, the Yair Rodriguez wasn't championship, but it was still five rounds. It was also in Denver. Something about motherfuckers at high elevation, right? Something about not being able to breathe just puts a motherfucker's lights out, huh? But let me go through these DMs, man. Let me fucking... Who... Yeah. It's just... Usman, though. He had it. Let me tell him. I, I, I ain't even mad. Hold on, I bet on Usman, but that shit was, that shit was worth the loss, you know, motherfuckers DMing me the fucking thing, shout out to Chris, six months sober from the weeds, told me he feels good, I want to get you on the podcast, Chris, I want to talk about your mind, your soul, and your body, fuck a royal, dude, you guys have no idea what I'm talking about, I'm sorry, um, what else? Uh, uh, um, oh, somebody asked me something. It, and it was chewy. And I didn't get to it. I'm sorry. Where is this? Wow, dude was losing every round that fight. I don't know why Usman wouldn't just wrestle the last few minutes of the fight. Do you think fans calling him boring had to do with that? You know, I have... I don't know if it's biased or what. There's some things that I don't like about Usman where I just feel like he's such a liar. Like the whole grab in the cage thing. But then Leon, I also, <clears throat> sorry, I'll say this. Going into this fight, I didn't like both of them. I don't like, Le I didn't like Leon. I didn't like Usman. But as the card was starting, I started reminiscing on Usman. I've been watching Usman since he was on the prelims, you know? I remember when he fought that Viking guy. And then he started talking all this shit, and it was just like, this guy is kind of cringy, you know? Um, but they all kind of are. Like, the Colby thing, there's just not that many likable people in the 170 division, in my opinion. Uh, but, dude, you got to think about the Colby versus Usman 1 fight. The number 1, that was fucking bonkers, bro. Back and forth, y'all forgot. And then, obviously, came back for the second fight, fucked him up. He fucked up uh, Gilbert Burns. That was not a boring fight. Um, who else did he fuck up? Let's look at Usman's record. I don't. Let's look at Usman's record because I'm having a hard time recalling. Kamaru Usman. 
Let's see. Who, who's he beaten? Wow, he's only fought once this year. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jorge Masvidal. Hello. You know? And some of these guys that he's fighting are not... I mean, he beat Woodley, and that was kind of like the start of everything. But even before that, look at who he beat. Rafael Dos Anjos. Damian Maya. Emil Meek. Yep, Emil Meek was the one. And that then that's when they started testing him after. But, um... Um, I remember Leon... I don't know, man. Both of these guys, like... And I don't want to dis disrespect the people they've beaten, but just the, the records could have been better. Whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being too picky about it. But, uh, yeah, no. Usman's not boring. He's had really great fights. He was boring in the beginning. He was definitely boring in the beginning, but things have started riling up ever since he got with... Um, what is his name? Trevor Whitman. Right? And... Uh, um... So, yeah, I don't think it's because of people calling him boring. Um, motherfuckers just get caught, dude. You know? Like, it's not... Dude. It, it, <laughs> Leon Leon was game, dude. I think he got that first round. You know? He was game. I, like, I was like, oh, fuck, he's got a mountain. First person to take him down. Like, that was a tough fight for Usman. You know? It really was. So I would be interested in seeing the second fight, and I think people are a little bit too on the uh, Usman was winning. I mean, he was, but it's like, I don't think Usman dominates like that, you know? Leon Edwards' game is shit. He always has been. I knew it. And it's like, what what a turnaround, you know? When you think about when Leon Edwards fought Nate Diaz and was dominating all five rounds and then, like, at the last minute gets clipped by Nate Diaz, you know? And now it's like the roles reverse. He's kind of getting dominated for most of the fight for in the championship fight, the one that fucking matters. And then, boom, knock on, walk away KO. You know, home run, dude. Ring fucking dinger on that motherfucker, you know? I'm getting my phone blown up here. Um, ring fucking dinger, dude. Y'all know what a ring dinger is? It's like a... The chiropractor, there's this chiropractor in, in Texas, and he, like, wraps your head with a, he wraps your neck and jaw with, like, a towel, and you're laying down, and he just yoinks on it, and you feel it from the top of your neck all the way down to your fucking tailbone, dude, your fucking asshole. I want a ring dinger done on me. Um, 211! And then, uh, what happened? Oh, yeah, dude, Nate Diaz versus Hamzad Shemaev, dude. Let's fucking go, bro. I'm going with Nate Diaz. Fuck the drama, bro. Stockton, California, bro. Real gangster shit. Fuck this Shemaev guy, dude. That's Everybody's so fucking sure on this motherfucker. Whatever, dude. Whatever. I was on the same boat when, when uh, Conor McGregor was coming up, dude. You never fucking know. Everyone thinks they fucking know till they watch it, bro. You know, it's fighting, dude. It don't matter how much you train. It don't matter how good your cardio is. You take one fucking shot. You get caught in one bad position. Check fucking mate. Boom. Headshot done. <sighs> yeah, dude. 
Put a title fight. Conor McGregor versus Leon Edwards. Fuck it, dude. And I was thinking about that this morning. I woke up. I was like, dude, Southpaw versus Southpaw. Fuck the drama, dude. Incredible stand-up from both men. This is not going to be a wrestling match. <sighs> Getting a tattoo. So, um, getting a tattoo on September 8th, and it's a surprise. Um, and that's, that's just like, you know, it's just a little extension on me. That's it. Nothing crazy. I've got like five tattoos that I want. And then there's maybe like two of them that I'm, I would, I wouldn't mind having on my neck. Um, sometimes I think about waiting for like both of my parents to be long and gone before I get a tattoo on my neck so I don't have to fucking hear it from them, you know? Um, what else is going on? Let's look at my notes because there was something I wrote down the other day that I wanted to share with y'all. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yesterday my dad found a dog, really small dog, and it's hot as fucking dick out here in california dude it got to like 100 yesterday and it's just like high 90s to 100 for the next week or so including last week and uh, my dad found like this small little shih tzu dog those little shits and uh, it almost got hit by a car and so my dad felt bad and then took it took it into the house and my mom was like no you're not you're not bringing it with too much responsibility. My mom fucking hates when you bring an abandoned dog home or something. And I've done that twice. There was one time I brought a dog home and um, it was just, it was so annoying to my other dog. And I don't know, my mom always gets stressed out. She's like, you need to take that to the pound ASAP. And I remember one time <laughs> I found a dog. It was like a little uh, Boston Terrier, like a little black Boston Terrier. And I remember posting the dog on Facebook like, hey, anybody know this dog? If I can't find the owner, I'm going to I'm gonna put him up for sale if anybody's interested. And somebody was like, that's so fucked up. How are you going to find a dog and try to sell it? It was like, hey, man, finders keepers. It's my dog now, you know. <laughs> uh, luckily, luckily, I found the owner. But then there was this other time. I found a bulldog and, and it got hit by a fucking car, dude, right in front of my face. The only time I've ever seen a dog get hit by a car, dude, it was so crazy. And so I don't know if I'm coming home from the park or I'm driving home or whatever, but like as I'm like pulling up to my house, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I see this dog at the park chasing this man. And, and his little dog. And he was so mad at the fucking dog. Uh, and it was this big ass bulldog. And so I get out. And I take the dog. I'm like. I'm trying to chase him out the park. And the other guy was so fucking pissed at the dog. And I'm like. I'll take care of it. I was like. Whose dog? He's like. I don't know. It's just running around. And tormenting my little dog. <laughs> he had like a little shih tzu. Those little shits. And. Um, I'm like. It's my dog now. 
And so I'm like chasing it, but he's not having it. This motherfucker's sturdy. This dog is like, this dog's like 90 pounds, bro. And it's a small motherfucker, fucking boulder, dude, fucking geo, dude. This motherfucker is, you know. So he's running down. I'm chasing it, and he's just, and then he gets smacked by a fucking car, dude. Gets knocked down, but then like the moment he gets smacked by the car, dude, gets back up and just starts running like it's nothing. And then this chick gets out the car, like, I'm so sorry, I'm so, and I'm like, it ain't my dog. It ain't my dog. Get out of here, <laughs> you know. She thought she was in fucking trouble, dude. And so I'm just running, chasing this fucking dog. And um, I eventually got it. I don't remember how it how it worked out. But I brought him home. He was a loud motherfucker. He was, like, aggressive. And he wasn't getting along with my other bulldogs. So I just I kept them in the back. And my mom was not having it. And... Um, so I started walking around. I think I saw like a sign or something on Facebook or something that somebody was missing their dog. And so I find the house and it was just a couple of blocks from where I lived. And I'm like, yeah, is this your dog? I'm like walking it with me and everything. I really like that dog. He's like brindle. It was like a brindle bulldog. Anyway, so I find the owner and he gets out and he's like, oh, there he is. Like he just... Not a care in the world that his dog was missing, you know. And I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, yeah, I don't even like this dog. It's it's my brother's dog or my brother-in-law's dog, something like that. And and he just didn't care, you know. And 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 I was like, yeah, man. He got hit by a fucking car last night, and he's just looking at me like, really, <laughs> you know. And that that was it. And I thought about it, you know. He never he didn't live that far from me. And I start thinking, they probably treated that dog like shit. I've never seen that dog out to go for a walk or anything. And I felt bad. I felt like, man, I could have gave that dog a better home. But whatever, it's not my responsibility. Kind of goes into something that's a joke that I wanted to talk about, but I'm not going to use it on stage. Uh, it's like, like I'm, I felt like I'm a generous guy based off that story. You know, I want to take care of like missing dogs and things like that. It's like homeless people, you know. It's like I want to, I want to help, but if I helped every single person who needed help, I'd be broke, right? So sometimes you just gotta tell homeless people you ain't got money on you, you ain't got cash. But the homeless people are getting smart, you know. They they come up to you, and before you know, my go-to is to say I ain't got cash, and they say I ain't asked for cash, <laughs> you know. I'm asking if you can help me out with something to eat. These homeless people know you got Apple Pay, man. You know, you better scan that fucking phone, bro. Um, what else? That's it, man. We did about 43 minutes. I think I'm going to get out of here. If there any, let me look at my notes if there's anything else I wanted to share. I, just, I guess that's just the only story that I wanted to share. Oh, here's one thing that I wanted to say just for like notes in my memories and just kind of like saying out loud to see if it's if it's clear, if it makes sense, like how it does in my head. But, um, you know, I've always wanted to do stand-up comedy. I've always wanted, like, I think it was maybe I was like 16, 16, 15. And that's around the age where I was kind of like, I want to do this, you know, at least try it. And um, uh, years went by, it never happened. And in between the years of like 16 to 27, 
I don't regret it. I'm glad I didn't do it. Um, because I felt like it would have messed with me a little bit psychologically. Um, I think I wasn't ready for it at a young age. Who knows? Maybe I was. Maybe I was, but either way, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing. Um, and just some of my reasoning as to why I would do it late. Like I don't need, I still don't even consider doing it at 27 late. Like if anything, I think the right age to do it is like 30 or something, you know, and maybe it would just go with the kind of style I'm going for or something or what I'm interested in. Um, my mind is kind of going in a bunch of different directions. So I'm just trying to stay on the one topic of just stand up and not talk about like podcasting and things like that. It's just have some experiences, you know, it's just hard to take somebody who's 17 going up on stage serious unless you like come up with something witty, you know, that's just my bias. And I feel like that's other people's bias too. If a kid gets up there, it's like, you better, you know, don't talk about like your opinions on things as much. Because it's not, it's probably not all the way there. I don't know. Just work it out. Maybe, who knows? I could be wrong. There's no right or wrong way to do things. At least just for me. You know, for me, I wouldn't really want to put my young self out there. I want to like, I just want to gain experiences, you know? Just like the homeless people shit. I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know if what I'm saying is making right. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. I think like 30 is a good day to start. Or a good age to start. Because you you're you've had experiences and you're holding on to it. I don't know. Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe I feel like I'm playing catch up or something. I don't know. But um, like with this podcast, how long have I been podcasting? If you want to go back to the flow show days when I had to go to a damn studio and schedule shit and get on, like it was kind of fun with multiple people and stuff. Especially since, you know, there's more people carrying the show and I didn't have to do everything my fucking self like how I am now. You know, it feels nice to just show up to a place and people got the computer all set up, right? Just all you got to worry about is what drink you're bringing or something, you know, or your personality. Um, so I think back to those and I just think, does it help? Does it help with my stage presence? Does it help with me as just a talker or what I'm doing? No, no. It's a different thing. Um, but it made me who I am. You know, it was a good base. It's a good way to start. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I guess that's just kind of my thing. It's just like have experiences, you know, just like experience life. Um, and don't worry, don't have something to worry about, like your art. Or, or like your stand-up to focus on it because I just feel like it's it could cause issues with your development maybe if that makes sense I always like to think it's like you're not fully who you are until you're 25 you know maybe even 18 you've got like a little rough draft or a base of who you who you think you are but then you have you need those extra like eight years or or, or six years of just sharpening and and figuring things out a little bit more and everybody's different you know but th th that's just my general um age that i think about you know like i think at 30 if i look back i'd definitely be better i'm hoping i'm hoping to be better than how i am now at 27 but um 
I don't want to completely lose it too. You know, like maybe I could be better at at comedy. Maybe I could be better at podcasting at 30, you know, but at what price? You know, did I sacrifice something psychologically? Did I mess up my personal life to like be here or whatever? Let me take my phone away from the mic. I hope it's not messing up with the frequency. I don't want you to just hear the whole time. Um, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't know a person. You don't know a person just because they have a podcast, just because they do something or you see them in the media. This It's just what you decide to show them, you know? Um, who was it? I think Tamar was telling me, you know, it's like a lot of famous people are really lonely, you know? Think about all of the celebrities who just kind of kill themselves. But then that's just like, is it just highlighting the celebrities because they're famous? There's tons of people who take their lives and you don't know. You know, somebody taking their life right now. On that note, I haven't thought about killing myself since the last episode, I don't think. Um, Life is good. I've been having those thoughts a lot lately, which is good. I think I say that a lot. I, I felt a little bit of guilt yesterday. I was like looking at my closet and just like looking around my house. Like from everything. Like from my clothes to my bed to the carpet on the floor. I was like, look at how much effort is put into my pleasures. You know what I mean? Like everything around me. On Like this. T- man, RIP to my grandma. I'm on the, her table right now that she's been giving me. People like that joke about the cremation joke, but I think I'm going to retire that one for a little bit. Maybe I'll bring it back up. But, um, yeah, man. Uh, like, I was watching the Woodstock documentary on Netflix, or the uh, Woodstock docu-series. And, and there was, like, a scene. You guys know what Woodstock is. It's, like, the fucking festival that went crazy. And on one of the episodes, they like they were just showing shots of all the fucking garbage. You know, all the garbage was overflowed. There was just water bottles everywhere. And all I could think is like, this was, what, 23, 24 years ago? Yeah, 23 years ago, I think. And, and all of that plastic that was in that is still probably floating around somewhere in the ocean, you know? It was just like, you know, it takes... Our that shit isn't gonna biodegrade with our great 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 grandchildren being alive, and it, they're still making water bottles. You know, it's just crazy to think. I used to think Texas was big as fuck. I'm over here looking at my globe. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm just gonna say it to be funny. I I feel like when I was young, I thought Texas was as big as Africa. <laughs> you know <laughs> but damn like i'm looking at this globe i mean texas is big for sure for america jesus christ everything's bigger in texas and it's just like yeah dude you could cut texas in half and make that a whole nother fucking state you know it's like taking up all the damn real estate of america dude well alaska's huge alaska's so much bigger than than texas but it's like there's nothing there, dude. How many people live in Alaska? Alaska. Pop, population of Alaska. 
Dude, there's only 736,000 people in Alaska. It's not even a million people, dude. There's more people in the little city of San Francisco than there is in the big-ass state of Alaska. How many people are... Oh, actually. Well, there's still more. There's 874,000 people in San, in San Francisco. As of 2020. As of... 2000, there's 1.4 million people in San Diego, dude. I don't want to move to San Diego, dude, because I'm not a I'm not a native over there. I'm just gonna be one of the people that are like, oh yeah, it's nice out here, and everybody's gonna be fucking mad at me. I'm actually surprised that there's more people in San Jose than there is San Francisco. There's a million people in San Jose. Fucking insane, dude. And then at la like what? That's really crazy how close Alaska is to Russia. Remember that one bitch? Um, I forgot her name. Oh my god. It's not important though. But she's like, I can see Alaska from my house. Dude. You could jump from Alaska to Russia. Look how big Russia is though, dude. China. Oh my god. I'm getting lost in this. China is like bigger than the United States. It's crazy. Let's look at Africa. How big is that? Dude, Africa's fucking huge. Holy fuck. And I used to think Texas was as big as this? Holy fuck. Yeah, dude. I, I still remember in the 10th grade, the same time where I'm out here yelling, 211. I, I remember in the 10th grade, like first day of the 10th grade, um... I, I yelled out that Africa was a country and everybody, even the 10th graders back then, everybody knew I was stupid. Everybody looked at me and laughed and then I never forgot that. I felt like a big ass dumbass. Um, yeah, I had this, I had this history teacher. His name was Mr. Langley. I think he was gay. There's nothing wrong with being gay. He, he liked to ride motorcycles and that's a telltale sign of somebody being gay. Um, he rode all across the country and he's like what two states have i never been in and it was alaska and hawaii i was i was so quick to be engaged i think i just started being more social or something i don't know but i was just trying to answer all of the questions how far okay where is um abu dhabi where is abu dhabi and i'm gonna try and look for it currently looking at ukraine we're the United Kingdom. Where the fuck is Abu Dhabi? I'm, I'm guessing it's like the Middle East. Isn't a flight to Abu Dhabi like 16 hours? Fuck is Abu Dhabi? Let me Google how long is a flight. From, how long is a flight from uh, Abu Dhabi? San Francisco to Abu so Abu Dhabi. 17 hours and 40 minutes to get to Abu Dhabi. You got me fucked up, bro. All that for a stamp on my passport? Fuck that, dude. Because I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, let's go to Abu Dhabi. Get, you know, for the Instagram, you know. <laughs> get a damn stamp on my passport because I've only been in one place since I got my passport renewed. 
And it was it was a neighboring country, Mexico, dude. The world is scary, bro. I don't know about travel. I need a goddamn translator if I'm going to go out to these places, man. Sure, I, I mean, at least I know English. There was this one movie I saw where they spoke Korean. And, and one of the advice was like, learn English. It'll open so many doors for you. At least I know, you know, the universal language, I guess. What's the most popular? I feel like the most popular language isn't even English. What's the most popular language? It's got. I feel like it's like Mandarin or some bullshit. Oh, here. Oh, Mandarin's number two, coming in hot at number two. So number one is English. Shouts out, represent. Number two is Mandarin. Number three is Hindi, and number four is Spanish. Number five is French, Arabic. I'll tell you this, out of all of the languages, I don't, like, Russian, I don't understand. Like, somebody could be speaking Russian, and you know what I mean? I'll be like, what language is that? Like, somebody could, somebody could be speaking Russian, I'll be like, is that German? You know? Like, I don't even know how to do a Russian impersonate. Like, how? What, what, what is Russian? Like, I know French, omelette du flamage, oui, oui. But Russian is like... You know, you ever watch those videos of what English sounds like to non-English speakers? It's like, she was at the door and we got the hamburgers and they were well done. And we get the car flabbergasted. Absolutely ridiculous when the, 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 the so crazy, so crazy. Yeah, see you at the, the, see you at the Wednesday next time. And then you ever listen, like for me, I don't speak Spanish, but if you listen to like, if you speak Spanish, it's like try to watch one of those videos of what Spanish sounds like to non-Spanish listeners. And you'll hear it and be like, oh, it's not making sense. And be like, yeah, but I know it's Spanish, you know? Like Spanish to non-Spanish listeners, which is me, or, or non-Spanish speakers, which is me, it, it sounds like, you know? Mandarin, dude. Let's try Mandarin. Mandarin to non-Mandarin speakers is just... I don't know. Like, you know, you hear somebody speaking Mandarin and you know it's not Japanese. Right? Like Japanese is fucking No, that turned into Spanish. Um <laughs> I'm out of here. What the fuck am I talking about? So Um Tommy T's this Tuesday the uh twenty the twenty third pull up show starts at seven. I've got a bunch of new jokes. I've got, like I said, three to four jokes. If you're in the area, you got time. Shouts out to James. I know you live out there. Hopefully you hear this. Um, and and I'm, I don't know if I'm going to buy food out there, but I think I kind of have to buy drinks or something. So I'll probably be buying drinks for people. Who fucking knows? Um, 
And then maybe the next day, depending on how I'm feeling, I might be in San Leandro at the Tipsy Lounge to do their open mic. If you guys want to show. I used to live in San Leandro, by the way. That's one of my old hometowns. Um, so if anybody wants to come out and support your fucking boy, I'd appreciate that. And if you got a question, comment, or concern about anything I've ever said on this podcast, you can email me at suicidelogs.com. No. Not .com, we don't have a website, Squarespace, it's not hooking it up. Uh, just my email, suicidelogs at gmail.com. Uh, we have some things kind of planned, but it's just, it's not really set in stone yet. So, yeah, I'm just cruising, I'm just cruising. Get down the street in my Um, What else? Find me on Instagram at Suicide Logs. They got the fucking bullshit ass link tree over there. On the link tree, click on that. It'll link you to my my Facebook, my YouTube, my other Instagrams, my my podcast, which you're already listening to, so you don't need it. But just like, share, and subscribe. Oh man, I can't wait to tell this joke. Uh, I can't wait to tell this fucking joke. And I better do it fucking right, dude. I'm going up there focused. Um. Share it with everybody you've ever met in your fucking life. We're going to spread this podcast faster than monkeypox, dude. Oh, I hope I don't get monkeypox, dude. Like COVID, that's all right. But the monkeypox, get that shit away from me. Get that shit away from me. And I don't know how much longer I'm going to be doing stand-up until I'm just like, you know what, I'm staying home and I'm just going to do the podcast. Fuck all that. Um, But I appreciate everybody reaching out. Um... For everything, you know, the MMA stuff, the comedy stuff, whatever. Sending me things. It's cool. It's only going up from here. Um, and yeah, have a good day. Have a good week. And I'll see you next time. Hey, we're gonna hit you with the bars real quick. Hey, quarantine life, but my flow still sick. If I had a mate, I have a make you lemonade, and I don't need to get laid, so don't be afraid. Girl, I get paid, but I'm in pain. Kinda like Wayne, first name Bruce. Where the hell's I made with a goddamn juice? Every day's the same, deja vu. Bring in the wine, yeah, bring in the zan. Pump up my songs, yeah, let's do a dance. You the kind of girl that made me cancel my plans. You the only girl I let a pay for only fans. Driving.